five, four, three, two, one. Movie nerds, movie nerds, movie nerds. Here we are, here we are. Jingle bells, jingle bells. <laughs> Mike smells. That's all I got. <laughs> there we go. All right, everybody. Welcome back to uh, another episode of Movie Nerds here. Today we have a, a guest here, Blake Hodges from the Movie Lovers Guild podcast. Glad to be here. Yeah, thanks for hanging out with us, uh, Blake. I, I got to say, Mike, I, I did a lot just to hang out with you. I uh, I got my internet installed literally an hour ago. The dude's been working on it since 3 o'clock, so shout out to AT&T for the first time ever getting anyone's internet done and done. Yeah, no kidding. AT&T usually drops it on you every time. <laughs> I, I told Mike when, I, when he asked, I said, yeah, I'd love to, but I'm getting my Wi-Fi installed, so hopefully I'll be able to. And he goes, well, who's doing it? I go, AT&T. And he goes, oh, well, they'll let you down. <laughs> Exactly. That's because we have AT&T here and we have zero coverage in our house. Oh, no. We have AT&T for our cell phone and where we live apparently in the middle of the city, this one neighborhood does not get cell phone service. (laughs) Yeah, I have to to walk out to the end of my driveway to place any call. It's really uh, frustrating. Gracious, this is the best anti-commercial I've ever heard. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, good for you. Good for uh, AT&T coming through for you today. Yeah. So that's nice. Confident in AT&T and we're just dumbing them down. (laughs) I guess guess with so much movement in Nashville, uh, they have to have good people out here because it's like one of the fastest growing cities in America. So it's just the dude said that, I kid you not, he told my wife he works from eight to nine. Uh, six days a week he gets one saturday a month and i was like man that's a lot of installs yeah dang yeah i heard uh nashville's blowing up lately yeah it's awful everyone leave please us people who've lived here our whole lives are sick of you um that was really mean but no get the fuck out yeah is nashville cool i only know about it from the tv show nashville oh no is it like that nothing like that at all i think Um, it's everything like it here's Here's the funny thing about Nashville. There's this one street that all the tourists live on when they come here. No natives go there. If you really want to get the Nashville experience, you have to go in the surrounding neighborhoods around it. Um, that's actually where all the people hang out and stuff. So I don't know. I don't do any of the, the stuff most Nashville people do. I do know that we're having to ban bachelorette parties with certain companies because they're just destroying things. Oh, really? <laughs> yes. That's awesome. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the guy, you guys are banning bachelor parties? Uh, bachelorette. Oh, bachelorette. Um, there, there's some companies that won't let bachelorette parties like do their party buses anymore because they are just so destructive. Apparently, we're like the crazy. third most popular bachelorette party. And you'll have to come down sometime. You'll see it. You go on the street, and it's, I, mean, I kid you not, it's just both sides. You see them. It's crazy. <laughs> That's awesome. We went to Tennessee once, but we were in uh, Pigeon Forge in Gatlinburg. So. Oh, no. Oh, yeah, no. I almost had a. Well, I did have an asthma attack. I almost died at the Dixieland Stampede. Oh no! <laughs> Listen, I got conned into going there with my in-laws about three months ago, and I call it the uh, the the sewer of the South. So <laughs> <laughs> I am so sorry. That is your your impression of Tennessee. Yeah, it was a dry county, so we couldn't even fucking buy alcohol. <laughs> uh, yeah, we have the Jack Daniels Distillery in Tennessee, and that's a dry county, ironically. Yeah, that's, oh, that's great. <laughs> yeah. All right. So you said the last movie you saw was Aquaman, right? Yeah, I saw. I'm fresh off of the, the Aquaman wave last night. Oh, cool. Do you want to give us a quick little non-spoiler review? 
Sure. Um, there is some really fun action in this movie, uh, like surprisingly fun, and uh, the camera work is spinning around. Maybe that's just because the four drinks I had beforehand. But uh, <laughs> that was really tight, and then the leads are very likable, but that's really just like a dash of salt onto an otherwise bland dish. The rest of the action is kind of forgettable. The plot doesn't make sense. The character choices don't make sense. <laughs> and I'm really let down because Rotten Tomatoes had it as fresh. So. Oh, really? Yeah, which is crazy. Yeah, man. Girls are dropping their panties over that Jason. Momoa? Yeah, they Whoa. are losing it over him. <laughs> it's encouraging to me because the dude doesn't have a good face. So that yeah, tells me. Yeah, really doesn't. Well, all he hides I'm... it all underneath all his facial hair and long hair. Right. So so what I'm hearing is all I got to do is get ripped, which will not happen. But if it did, Easy. then I could be hot too. Yeah, get ripped and then just cover yourself in some tattoos and you'll be good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Um. just like watching the trailers for it, I thought it just looked kind of odd looking. And I didn't really understand like what were they were trying to like convey what this movie's going to be about. It sounds like it's a couple of brothers just getting into a fight underwater. Yeah, and the color palette for it is really weird. It looks uh, too clinical, like too squeaky clean, and so it's just all the realism is lost. So. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's too bad. I was hoping it would be. I was hoping it would be like pretty. Uh, I don't want to say really good, but I don't know why I wouldn't want a movie to be really good because DC hasn't really done that well with their movies they've done really good with uh wonder woman and i like the uh man of steel movie <coughs> suicide squad was that, kind of just kind of <coughs> flopping <coughs> yeah i like suicide, suicide squad yeah, i have to really admit oh yeah <laughs> i i actually probably would put suicide squad above wonder woman but i just i didn't love wonder woman like everyone did this is a terrible intro for me because i'm trying <laughs> to be known as the guy who gives every movie a shot uh just being super honest here <laughs> yeah, I uh, I really liked Wonder Woman. That was probably like one of my favorite ones that had come out at the time. And even when we watch it now, I still get a little choked up. <laughs> oh. Yeah, we uh, I bought it on Black Friday when we watched it a couple weeks ago. It still holds up. Yeah, if if you change the uh, the the ending, like the ending fight, I think it goes from like a B minus for me all the way to an A plus. If you could just change that ending fight, but oh yeah. Yeah, that ending fight was really awkward at the end, and the CGI just—it just looked uh, unfinished. Yes, yes. What I think are, they might um, have just rushed it or something. What are y'all's thoughts on what seems like a certainty that Chris Pine is going to be in the next Wonder Woman? Is he really? I mean, when you look at the set photos and the—I uh, don't think there's a trailer out for it yet, but there's been enough buzz around it that it looks like he's in it randomly. So. Oh, really? Yeah, which is strange. Well, that'd be cool, because I do like Chris Pine. I just don't know how he would uh, survive that plane explosion. Although, in uh, Captain America's movie, they dropped a whole building on, uh, what's his name, Crossbones. Yes. <laughs> so, he survived a whole building falling on him. So, I guess this guy could probably survive his uh, plane exploding in the middle of the air. <laughs> Crossbones was such a bait and switch in that trailer because when I saw the the Civil War trailer, I was like, "Oh yeah, this dude looks tight." And then it's one and done out immediately. <laughs> oh yeah, I hate when they do that because that uh, character just looked really cool. 
Oh, that would be a fun topic. Top five most wasted characters ever. Okay. I think uh, Suicide Squad would have three of them. Oh, dang. Who, who would those and, be? Uh, there's that Indian guy gets his head blown off yeah, right at the beginning. Yeah, right away after they get like out. <laughs> yeah. And then, uh, wasn't there somebody else that dies like right away? I can't remember. I, I, I do like, though, the quick deaths. I like it when a movie can shock me like that. So yeah. Where you're, you're like just, just getting attached, and then they're like, "Nope, they're gone." <laughs> yeah, that definitely shocked me. Yeah, and then uh, definitely Dead Deadpool two takes the cake. They kill oh my off gosh. all of their characters in that one scene. <laughs> well, what was so great about that is I didn't like them as much as I like Deadpool because it's just natural. You just now met them. You got to get used to them, and then they all die, and I was just I was rolling. I mean, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I didn't see that coming. Especially, and the, have y'all seen Catastrophe by chance on Amazon Prime? Uh-uh. I don't think so. Oh, okay. You know the dude who was just like a normal guy? He's on that show. Oh, and yeah. I love him. And so when he died, I was like, no. He, I did. <laughs> I was really sad about that. Uh, what was his name? Pete? I think. Yeah, it's, it's Rob Delaney, I think, in real life. But Pete sounds right. Okay. It's, it's generic white dude name. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I didn't notice that that invisible guy was Brad Pitt. Apparently. Me neither. That totally surprised me. I didn't catch that till like three weeks later. Like it was like being reposted online and everything. Suppose as the story goes, Brad Pitt and Ryan uh, Reynolds were at a dinner party. I might mix this up. This is it's it was either Matt Damon or Brad Pitt. Like both of their cameos. He was at a dinner party with one of them, and he just said, "Hey, I think this would be really funny." And they were like, "Okay." <laughs> Ryan Reynolds is just so good at just like saying like, "Oh, I think this will be funny. Let's just do it." <laughs> well, Detective Pikachu, have y'all seen that trailer? Yeah. Well, I haven't seen the trailer, but I heard that he's supposed to, he's like the voice, right? Yes. Yeah. And everybody was losing their shit online. They're like, "Who decided that this was a good idea for Ryan Reynolds to be Pikachu?" And I was like, "Ryan Reynolds." <laughs> Anyone with a brain? Yeah. yeah. Uh, I saw the trailer for it. I thought it looked kind of. Uh... I thought it looked pretty funny. I thought they could really pull that off. Because I don't really care so much for uh, Pokemon, even though that when I was growing up, that was like the thing. Everyone was collecting the cards and watching the game or watching the TV show and everything. But I never got too into it. But I think I'll probably definitely see Detective Pikachu. Oh, it! I'm I'm all about it. I'm so hyped for it. It looks hilarious. So what have y'all been seeing recently? Uh, well, the last one we saw was Instant Family. Yeah, we went and saw Instant Family. I thought it was really good. I'm a sentimental, emotional woman, so I thought that it was really good. <laughs> yeah, I guess we'll give our reviews for it if you want to go first. Yeah, I thought that the whole storyline was pretty good, and the uh, feeling that they put in, they make you feel how they feel about the kids and stuff. Have you seen it or no? Oh, yes. And I I just sent an email out to people out about it uh, two days ago saying, like, why is no one talking about this A-plus movie? Yeah, it was so good. I really liked it. I had already, like, I had high hopes for it going into it just because of the whole storyline of it. And I was like, all right, they're not going to let me down. It's Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> <laughs> and they did not disappoint. Yeah, I'm going to have to agree. I gave it, like, a definitely an A, I think. Yeah, I would say A+. Yeah. I was not too excited to see it. Um, 
I thought it just looked kind of like an average movie. But and then after you had posted that you had saw it and that it was like surprisingly really good, I was more interested in seeing it. And then I kept hearing more and more positive things about it. So we finally saw it like a couple of weeks ago here. And I loved uh, seeing Mark Wahlberg again being funny on screen and actually being like really funny and kind of coming natural. And I think the that girl he plays his wife, I think those two chem- those two chemistry worked really well on screen like really believable yeah rose byron has uh i think she's sneakily become the face of the funny wife in a comedy because we have her in this uh we had her in bad neighbors one and two and then she was also in peter rabbit and did really good and so i think she she's like low-key established herself to me as like the really funny woman so like like if you're looking for the mom or the 35 to 40 you know, age age range. She is the peak. Yeah, she's also in a this show that we watched called Single Parents. I don't know if you've ever seen it. I've never seen it. But she's in that, and she's also pretty funny in that. She's like a over the top mom, and her kids like always scared of everything, and she just like always gives into his fears and stuff. And it's pretty good. She's pretty funny in it. Yeah, that's where I know we're from, from that single parent show, which actually, it's a new show, and it's really funny. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. What's it on? Is it on Netflix, Hulu, Network? Uh, it's on Hulu. I think it's on ABC. ABC. I might have to check yeah. that out tonight, because I really like her. Yeah. Yeah, she's really good. Um, I actually even like the kids in that, sh- in that movie, because sometimes the kids can kind of ruin the movie. Oh, yeah. yeah. And then I know that the oldest in there was... She was supposed to be like annoying and kind of like a like a bitch, but <laughs> well, fun fact: she was the same one that did Transformers with Mark Wahlberg. Oh, was she really? Yeah. Oh yeah, I guess now they say that I can see her face. Yes. Yeah, I think I watched ten minutes of that Mark Wahlberg movie, and then I just <laughs> turned around and did something totally different. <laughs> yeah. I, here's the thing. I stopped having respect for my parents' trash opinions when they told me <laughs> they loved that Transformers movie with him and they loved Pirates 5. I was like, you know what? I just have to never listen to y'all again. You've kept me alive <laughs> to this point, but I will never listen to a word you say ever again. Right, you are very untrustworthy now. Thank you. <laughs> I will drink with you. I will not listen to you. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Which is funny because I guess his Bumblebee movie is actually getting a lot of uh, pretty good reviews. Have y'all seen that yet? I I haven't seen it. No, we haven't. I want to see it, though. Yeah, I was going to uh, try and sneak out here and see it after I got out of work, but I didn't have enough time. Right after Amber goes to sleep. Yeah, yeah maybe. Exactly. Well, we're trying to catch Spider-Man after this. Yeah. Because oh, I've been nice. dying to see that movie. Yes. But I don't want to hear any spoilers. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm no. Already, I've, I've already made up my mind that I'm going to love it, so I just want to see it just so I can... Uh, justify my reasons for loving it already i guess the best way to gush on it that's not a spoiler is to say that i've been listening to the soundtrack non-stop since then uh i mean i was just as we were moving this past week that's all i was doing was i was listening to the spider-man soundtrack walking up three flights of stairs it's awesome <laughs> that's awesome yeah i think what's his name post malone does he have like one of the bigger songs on that soundtrack yeah there's honestly there's probably six really good songs on it and uh, okay. he's he's got one of them. I didn't really know anything about Post Malone until this. Oh, really? I just know that he's weird looking, right? He's like got tattoos and shit on his face. 
Yeah, like I don't know where he had tattoos. I only started listening to him, I think, this year. And then I saw him on, he was on Hot Ones on YouTube and he had a bunch of tattoos and shit on his face. And then I'm, I like looked back a couple years and his face was just like blank, like nothing yeah. on there. But now he's got like, that's commitment. I don't know what the hell he's got on his face. face. Yeah. Yeah, the tattoo on the face. That's that's a bad, probably, probably bad decision. <laughs> yeah, especially if it's just like, he has this barbed wire across his forehead. It's just like a line with like a couple like zigzags down in the middle <laughs> yeah. of it. You, you know what that look... says? That says I'm going to make it. Because yeah. if I don't make it, I'm going to have to get this removed. <laughs> yeah, it's either I'm going to make it or I'm okay with minimum wage. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> mm. So then, uh, other than Instant Family, we went and saw Creed 2. Have you seen that one? Yes. I, uh, yeah. I really liked Creed because I normally hate boxing movies. But oh, I, really? I hate them. They're so cliche and predictable. <laughs> I saw the first one because my mom loves them. I was like, oh, be a good son. I'll take her go see this stupid movie. Oh, my gosh, it's amazing. So Yeah. <laughs> I actually hadn't seen the first one. And when we were walking in the theater, I'm like, I don't think I saw the first one. And this lady's like, I didn't either, but I'm going to see the second two. <laughs> <laughs> like, okay, glad I'm not alone. Yeah, but what's really good about the movie is that even though there's so much backstory to it, that you don't have to have had seen the older yeah, movies. Is, I didn't feel lost or anything. I yeah. just jumped right in and I was like, fuck yeah, let's do this. <laughs> and I would even argue that it's not really like a... I mean, it's a boxing movie, but it's not really a boxing movie. The movie centers more around like the characters, like the uh, the main character, obviously, and then his relationship with his wife, and then his relationship with his trainer, and just trying to handle being both like a huge boxing star and trying to like start his own family yeah yeah their character arcs make it a huge win for me even with the plot being a little predictable uh following that archetype my sister (laughs) saw this she's a couple years younger than me she saw the first one and she lost her mind fell in love with michael b jordan as did every other girl her age um (laughs) and and she yeah to even (laughs) yes and she went and watched every uh rocky movie from the beginning like all five that's wow. how much oh she gosh. loved. Yeah, so when she saw the second one, I actually had her, when we covered Creed, it was me and her on that one because she just, she loves her some Michael B. Jordan. I guess who doesn't, but. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think I listened to that one. I mean, that's commitment to listen all, to watch all those movies. And she like, did the it all one, in a week. The first one, definitely, and then the rest, they're all good, but as long as you watch the first one, I think you can probably skip it on the rest. <laughs> exactly. Because they are she... kind of a little corny. I'm sorry, I keep cutting you off. My bad. Oh, no, that's the nature of podcast. That's what I love about podcasting. Um, <laughs> and not only did she watch them, all five, but she watched them all in a week with my parents and their trash opinions. So, I mean, <laughs> that's commitment right there. Yeah, yeah, there you go. And that's and I didn't think I was going to um, feel for, like, the villain or the bad guys in that movie. But at the end, I like I kind of wanted them to win. Yeah. Oh, dang, really? Yeah. But I knew that wasn't gonna happen. I didn't want. I didn't feel that bad, but I did feel bad. I, <laughs> I mean, felt a little bad. I still wanted him to win. I did not want the Russian to win, but I did feel a little bad when the lady like left and. Yeah. I like, okay, oh. I was gonna say, how spoilery can we talk? Because I yes. Oh, uh, we tried not to, but whatever. This is the <laughs> last episode of okay, the year. So you already Just said it. Like when the lady left. Yeah. That movie wins the award in my book for the most. I don't care about this character. This is very one-dimensional to, in one moment, oh my gosh, I totally feel so devastated yeah. now seeing this guy 
who just wants his mom's love. Like that was so <laughs> yeah. heart wrenching. I know. And to have like this kid, his whole life just be brought up for basically just this one moment. And yeah. then to have it like thrown away. Cause he started losing. And then that girl, his, their, I think it's his girlfriend or ex-wife. I'm guessing the just train. bails on him. That girl. The train, the train no, that was his ex. mom. The yeah, the girl. Oh yeah, yeah, that's what I meant. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Yeah, tra- I mean Oedipus, you know, complex trainer, ex-wife, ex-mom, whatever. Yeah. yeah. But then uh, you kind of see them getting a little closer together at the end of the movie, where they're kind of going out for a jog together. Yeah, the dad. And I him. think that's how Russians build a relationship. <laughs> yeah, they get the shit beat out of them, and then they just <laughs> go for a run. <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah. Well. I'm not invading Russia in the winter anytime soon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, have y'all seen uh, Green Book by chance or Wreck-It Ralph? We saw Wreck-It Ralph. We haven't seen Green Book. Yeah. yeah. I really liked Wreck-It Ralph. That gave me the feels too. Yeah. That one was pretty good. I felt like the first 10 minutes was just kind of bland that they uh, just try to... I don't know. Go over like all the basics before they get into like the main story of the new of the new movie. So it took a, it took me a little while to actually get into it. Mike, stop reading my mind. I mean, I literally <laughs> I I said that when I saw it, I was like, I don't think I said it on the podcast, but, but I said to myself, "Oh no, these first ten minutes have been kind of," and then it just shoots up. Yeah. For me, at least. I mean, I loved it even more than the original by the end of it. Uh, but yeah, it totally started slow. It. If you had to make another list of movies that start slow and then turn on you, that would be totally <laughs> up there for me. Yeah. yeah. And I like their uh, depiction of the internet. Yes. Yes. Yeah, I so thought that was really cool. I like, I like when I, uh, movies where they go like to the internet and kind of see like how they think the internet's going to be. Yeah. And they just like get in this tube and they shoot out and they're just like huge banners and like ads everywhere and then like the creepy like pop-up ad guys yeah i thought the viruses were just the best like (laughs) the pop-ups that were like trying to get you to play the games and you can win money by this you can win money by this oh totally agree i love that i thought they did such a good job of uh you know doing what movies are supposed to do take me to a whole new world give me a whole new experience as i sit on my butt as a lazy american that's what i want and they did that so (laughs) yeah exactly do the work for me show me what you can do you do the work and you bring it to me you bring it to me (laughs) chew the food up swim mouth like a baby bird come on there we go yeah, and then I think surprisingly, I I got a little like uh, choked up when I saw Stan Lee's little cameo in there, because that was I think the first movie that he that he would appear in after he died and everything, and uh, I just thought that part was just so cool and so perfect. It really got me. Yeah, totally. But don't let Mike fool you. He also choked up in Creed too, and Instant Family. So. Oh, Mike! <laughs> yeah, I tell us something. I cry at all the movies. Oh, Mike's a crier. <laughs> Well, we like, uh, I'm pregnant. I don't know if you knew that, but like, oh, we just awesome. found, yeah, we found out in October. So when we watch the movies now that have like a sentimental feeling, we both just sit there and don't make eye contact and just <laughs> wait till our tears are dried up. And then we're like, okay. <laughs> yeah. Especially in Cree too, cause they have their baby and then their baby is like deaf and everything. And then again, it's like just fucking water just shooting out of my eyes <laughs> yeah that yeah. that ba- since he won in the end that was the big emotional like punch you in the face moment of the movie i was proud yeah. that it was willing to go there but it totally does get you yeah yeah and then like when they uh 
when he goes to visit his dad's grave or whatever, I'm like, I lost my dad like 10 years ago. So I'm like, oh my God. I'm like, they're pointing at every emotion that I have right now. <laughs> like the baby and the dad. I'm like, I can't take it. That's a tough, November was a tough month for y'all then. Yeah, Between it really Instant was. Family, Creed, Wreck-It Ralph, because all those. Yeah. I, I notoriously don't cry, not because I'm a tough guy, uh, but because I just don't. I wish I could. But like Allison, she will, she's totally right there with y'all. I mean, she yeah. was crying pretty good in Instant Family. And Star is Born, she cried harder than any movie I've ever seen her cry. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that one got me too. When the, the dog's just sitting outside the garage, I'm like, what in the hell? <laughs> like, why would they do this? You want to talk about, like, subtlety paying off in a big way. I mean, man. Yeah, exactly. Like, leave the dog out of it, all right? <laughs> Do anything <laughs> no. you want, but don't include the dog. Well, he got Sad. a fat steak, though, at least. Yeah, that's true. But, yeah. Uh, what other movies have... What other movies have you seen? You said you saw... The, what was it? The Let's see. Recently, I saw Aquaman. I saw The Favorite, which... I don't know what that one The was. Favorite has gotten a lot of awards, but... Awards buzz um, with like Emma Stone. I don't know the other two's names, admittedly. It was, it started off good and then it just kind of tanked. It just got weird. Oh, yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. And everyone else seems to love it. So I just kind of said my thing and faded off into the background. (laughs) (laughs) So is that a period piece movie? Yeah. And it looks awesome for the period. I think I even said that when I reviewed it, is it looks cool for the time it's in, but it's. Yeah, I mean, it's a plus, but can't That's carry it. Yeah, I have a hard time getting in some of those like period piece movies for some reason. Yeah, the the dialogue was really great at the beginning, especially it was very combative and witty. So that's what I liked about it. And so hearing dialogue in a period piece was kind of fun. So that kind of worked for me in terms of the time old timiness. It wasn't like a, you know like an Old Testament, they begot and they begot this person or the uh, Shakespearean way, you know. Oh, it, yeah. It felt like modern talking with uh, period piece clothing, so that was cool. Oh, okay. All right. Um, so you said you came up with a list of some of your uh, favorite movies of this year? Yeah, I mean, it's it's the end of the year. I think, as ambitious as it sounds, me and Alice are going to try to, next week on ours, do a uh, like a whole list. And so I was I had to do my top five this week to submit to the, uh, the Sif Pop Movie Awards and so I was really struggling. Um, y'all tell me what y'all think, and if y'all have y'all's top five for the year. Um, did y'all see Searching by chance? That was my number five. Yeah, yeah. I loved that movie. That was so good. Yes, I freaking loved Searching. I mean that that was one of the best thrillers. It it just did you call the did you call the villain? Like did you did you predict that at all? I want to say yeah. I think I did a little yeah. Because I thought that that. Um... Was the detective you're talking about? Yeah. Yeah, I thought she was super suspicious of how just, like, she was kind of off-putting, but... Yeah. It's been a while since we saw it, but we actually went and saw it twice. Oh, same. Because we were so, like, blown away the first time. We are like, we got to go see that again. Yeah, and then there were so many things that we had missed the first time. And then we're like, oh, yeah, okay, yeah, that makes sense. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. yeah. They actually animated all of the background elements of that. Um, I actually got to talk to Natalie Quasbian, who uh, was one of the producers on it, and she was telling me how they spent, I think, almost a year in post doing all the editing for it. Oh, and wow. so if you watch it, there is this insane amount of Easter eggs. And she even said there's like a whole other storyline that doesn't have to connect to this one, but they have like a whole other story 
in the in the movie just in the text like it is (laughs) it is so intricate i think after i listened to that podcast i went online and looked at like what she was talking about because she was talking about like alien invasions and shit and i didn't the first time i saw it towards the end of the movie i saw like one of the headlines was something about a mysterious figure in the back background or something so when we went and saw it the second time i was looking for it and there was a ton of like in the backgrounds pop-ups of like alien related headlines yeah i they're also that same team is working on a movie called run that i think they just finished uh they they just wrapped it i can't wait to see that because they y'all are smarter than me i didn't call the detective for even a second that oh really and i i think i've gotten pretty good at like 90 percent of the time i'm not surprised so when that just blew my head off my body in, in shock i yeah. i love that moment i mean i was just like my dead carcass of shock is loving this as I twitch <laughs> in my revelation. Yeah, yeah, she was just like, uh, she just seemed kind of sketchy to me. Like, uh, like she seemed like she was trying really hard to f- come across as like a compassionate person. And I was like, eh, that doesn't seem right. <laughs> yeah, and I think the first time when he talks to her at the very, like towards the middle or whatever of the movie, she was like really cold and like short with him on the phone. And like kind of like too nonchalant about yeah. like some lead he was trying to give her or something and she was just like brushing it off yeah yeah you but can I tell also... she... sorry go on my only thought there is she's probably trying to distance herself from him and you... i think she does start to really feel the the regret as it goes yeah. on yeah but when they were trying to like set it up that it was his brother or something or something funny was going on with his brother, they had me going for that minute and I was like, did he really do it? Like, what is yeah. it? And I was thinking like, maybe they're just meeting up after school and he's like teaching her hockey or something. I, I'm, okay, so here's <laughs> the thing. That was my thought. <laughs> Nowadays, I feel like we are entering into a time of nothing is off limits. Yeah. Like anything can happen in life and especially in movies. Yeah. And so for about a minute there, I was like, oh, no, is this going to go down this weird, like, awkward, awkward path? And so yeah, I was like really happy. Yeah, thing. Yeah. That's what I was afraid of. And so I was real glad when it just turned out <laughs> to be marijuana, which is much more tame, in my opinion, yeah. than incest. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I was like, oh, he's just smoking weed with her. <laughs> I was like, no big deal. <laughs> well, and then that added to the plot so much because it showed, like, oh, you can't even trust your dad to talk to him. And so... It was yeah. just yeah. that was a great turn. So, yeah, that movie was good. I loved it. Yeah, I I think. Uh, do, do y'all know what y'all's top five are? No, I uh, was trying to whittle it whittle it down to four. It's tough. Yeah, but, we saw a lot of movies this year. Yeah, because I I really wanted to get Game Night in this. Um, I really wanted to get uh, Wreck It Ralph in this. Upgrade even. Like it was a it was a tough list. Yeah. So what was your number one? Um, my number one was, so from five, I went Quiet Place is number four, Mission oh, Impossible yeah. for three, Infinity War for two, and then it's crazy because it's been all the way since February, but <laughs> Black Panther is still my, uh, you know, Wakanda forever. It's still my oh, favorite yeah. of the year. Yeah, I really did like Black Panther. I thought that was really good. That's like up there with Wonder Woman for me. <laughs> It just, it really felt like I was immersed in an entirely different world. And that's what I want. I want to go somewhere I've never been. And that just did it for me like a million percent. Yeah, definitely. 
yeah, I agree. I like the movies that just take you in another dimension. Yes. That really and I'm going to make you feel like you're not just at the movies just watching yes. a, a movie. Well, and it felt like a real movement. I mean, it, you felt like everyone just got behind this and felt the emotion from it. And if it doesn't get some awards, I'm going to be pissed. I'm yeah. just going to say it. If they don't, yeah, I'd be surprised if that gets like snubbed or whatever. It's Marvel though. Marvel historically gets snubbed because they're like, you have all your bags of money. You're not getting these plastic awards. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because I don't know why. I think probably just because for so long comic book movies were like the worst movies up until the last like ten years. Yeah. So I honestly I think it would, even though this has been a very strong year. In my opinion, I still think it deserves the Best Picture nom. I'm just going to say it. I know that's probably crazy, but whatever. Yeah, no, I, I did really like it. Yeah, and like you said, like the movement behind it, it like made you feel like you were with something or for something. It just felt so authentic. I don't know. It just, especially because of how many different stories he was able to layer in there and the meaning, but it wasn't cheap and it wasn't cheesy. It's just so hard to walk that line. Yeah. Did you uh, did you see Crazy Rich Asians at all? I, I did, I did. This year yeah. was a really good surprise year for movies because between Searching, Crazy Rich Asians, and Black Klansmen, all movies that I was like, eh, what is this? All yeah. of them awesome. So yeah. I, I saw, well, the way I saw Crazy Rich Asians was crazy because we <laughs> were going to fly to Cape Cod uh, three hours before we saw this, or three and a half hours before we saw this two-hour movie. Uh-huh. And so we had to speed our way to the airport afterwards, but <laughs> I loved it so much. I got uh, the audiobooks for number two and number three. The story's oh, a bit okay. different, but I kid you not, the voice actor on it, who who does all the voices, she is the best person I've ever heard voice multiple characters in Audible, period. Like, if I had to bet my life on someone, it's her. That's awesome. Oh, really? She's yeah, I heard those incredible. books are really good. Even even if you honestly, even if you didn't like the books, I think her her voice performance is so captivating. It's awesome. I I've been recommending them to everybody because I just think they're so. <laughs> I love them. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to whittle it down to four this week, and I was actually gonna make a bunch of different categories to uh, <coughs> post on Instagram, but I did just post the four worst movies we saw this year. Yeah, what were your four worst? Uh, let's see. Because uh... I I definitely know one of mine. I'm gonna do okay. I got two. Doing a quick right, scroll so here. The biggest disappointment was Den of Thieves. I thought that was going to be a, a really cool movie. Because yeah. I had a lot of my uh, favorite actors. Well, one of my favorite actors of it and one of my actors that I'm really starting to like, which is uh, Ice Cube's kid. Oh, he yeah, was, he's great. And uh, Gerard Butler, I thought. Like, yeah, how could that big, movie... We're a big Gerard Butler. Yeah, how can that movie not be good? <laughs> well, this is how they did it. <laughs> That's a bummer. Yeah, so that sucked. Um, Gringo, which I thought when I when I saw the trailer for Gringo, I thought it was supposed to be like a like a comedy, <laughs> and then we went and saw it, and it was definitely not a comedy. <laughs> yeah, like there were some comedic things that happened, but it was just kind of like a really slow burn, a little too slow, to the point where I just like lost complete interest. Hang on, Mike. I just want to make sure I got this got this right. So you. Didn't like Gringo. That's right. You know who loved Gringo? My parents. So that tells me all I need to know that I'm glad I skipped that one. If you didn't like it and they did, it must have sucked. Yeah. 
we have this bad habit of thinking movies are going to be comedies, and then we go and we're like, oh, this is not a comedy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But that's not all our fault. When they show trailers for these movies, like like a year before they come out, I, they just like stitch them up however they want to get like more buzz. And a lot of times it seems like they use comedy yeah. to like really boast a movie. And for Gringo, it worked really well because it brought me to the movie, but the movie itself was just boring. Yeah. There's yeah, my debate coach always said, make them laugh or make them cry, and it's probably in a trailer much easier to make them laugh than it is to make them cry that fast. <laughs> oh, uh, definitely. I don't know how many times I cried this year. Oh, man. <laughs> Too many. I think this year was a, was a weird one because it was a better year overall, but there was some huge stinkers like Red Sparrow, Wrinkle in Time, Rampage. Yeah. All of those were huge losses for me. Blockers was pretty bad. Um gosh. Uh Happy Time Murders wasn't good. Uh White Boy Rick let me down. Assassination Nation sucked. And <laughs> gosh, the crimes of Grindelwald. Someone needs to be fired or arrested over that one, so <laughs> Yeah, I got Rampage down to one of the worst movies of this year. And I get that it's just like a it's a video game based movie which is Monster Smash things and that's what the movie was it was just that and nothing else. Yeah. Thought yeah. it would be like a little bit more humorous. Yeah. The only you know what the only good thing about Rampage is is that What's it gives that? uh you ever heard of Cinema Sins? Yeah, you had them on your podcast, didn't you? Yeah, I love those guys. The best thing about bad movies like Rampage is that it gives a really <laughs> funny sin video. That is their only purpose. And I love The Rock, so I'm like, what are you doing? Why is this so bad? Yeah, exactly. Like That was the hardest part. It's like, you love The Rock so much, then you're just like, why? Why are you in this? <laughs> Can I confess something to y'all that I've never told anyone? Yeah, what's that? This is going to be juicy. I Well, I'm probably making it too dramatic, but I fell asleep the last 20 minutes of Rampage. Oh, really? I felt really guilty about still reviewing it after that, but my wife was with oh, me. Oh, dude, I don't, so I don't she blame filled, you. She filled me in, and luckily society's vindicated me. But, yeah, it's so bad that I went to sleep. <laughs> That's funny. Don't feel bad. I've fallen asleep in a lot of movies. <laughs> about, like, 70% of them. Okay, it's not that high. It's pretty high. Oh my god. The gosh. first movie, the first time we hung out before we were dating, we went and saw they re-released Lion King in theater and I wanted to go see it cuz I'm a huge nerd and she likes all those Disney movies. So I was like, "Oh, let's just hang out and go to this movie, watch The Lion King." And sure enough, about halfway into the movie, I look over and she's sleeping. Yep. I think oh she might gosh. even start snoring. <laughs> you went to sleep on your first hangout slash maybe date. Oh my yeah. goodness. Yeah. I'm like nudging her. I'm like, "Are you are you sleeping? Yeah, I was. <laughs> I liked it. I love The Lion King. I love it so much it puts me to sleep. Oh, yeah. It's like a comforting movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Exactly. You know, the dad dies and then he's got to, like, save all the land. And, you know, it's real comforting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then the last uh, uh, worst movie we saw was Death Wish, where uh, Bruce Willis just goes around town and starts shooting people. Yeah. Yeah, I, I just... got lucky enough to, to miss out on that one. Yeah, it's a hard pass. <laughs> yeah, my cousins really like that one, so I guess I can add them to the list of people I no longer trust. <laughs> I can say that here because they won't hear it here. I, I accidentally said it once on my other one, and then I had to lie to them and say it was another cousin I was talking about. There you <laughs> That's funny. And then I think our top four movies, definitely Avengers, uh, Spider-Man, even though I haven't seen it yet. <laughs> 
Um, Calling your shot on that one. (laughs) And then probably Mission Impossible and... Is Molly's game still in this year? Or was that last uh, year? That was last year, but what a good pick. <laughs> yeah, that was a good movie. I think movie. we saw it this year, though, because we like saw it like the beginning of the new year. Yeah, and I would throw Greatest Showman into my fourth. That was the end of last year, too. Yeah, yeah but we didn't see it until like February. No, we, we saw it when it came out. Did we? Yes. I we had, saw that one twice. I had real low expectations for that, and midway through it, I turned to Allison and I said, "This is a really great movie, isn't it? Like this yeah. is blowing me away." Yeah, I think I did the same thing because I don't really care for musicals, and then like, well, yeah, twenty minutes into this movie, I'm like, "This is kind of good." Yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh, that, and then on Molly's game, that's one of that's going to be one of those that in five years from now will be on those top ten list of like best movies we we didn't like grasp or notice at the time. I mean, that movie was freaking awesome. Yeah, I agree. I loved it as soon as we saw it. I was just like, holy shit. I'm like, that was fucking awesome. (laughs) Yeah. I like those movies where they kind of come at you with like a little fast pace, but not too fast. Yeah. And they give you a lot of information, but not like overwhelm you. Movies need to be like a good workout is, but I don't have to work it out. Uh, Interval training. Like, hit me really fast with the pace and slow (laughs) it down. Let me laugh and cry, digest, wipe my eyes, pass my (laughs) tissue so he can wipe his eyes. Um, And then then go fast again. Yeah, there we go. What about you? You got four movies that are probably your favorite? They're probably like the same as yours. Yeah. I I really liked Creed, too. I would maybe put that in my top five. I thought it was really good. And I don't know what my number one would be, though. That's a toughie. What do y'all think about this year as a whole? Because this is the fourth year that I've been watching movies intensely and reviewing them. And I just, I think as a sum average, this might be the best total year of movies. Just because there's been so many big names, but also like so many surprise hits. Yeah, I think that this year was really good with movies because the last couple years like we've always gone to movies you know and we didn't really start doing reviews until this year but we would try to see any new ones that were coming out and stuff and sometimes we'd be like i want to go see a movie but there was just nothing in the theater that was worth seeing at the time it's like i don't even want to go like just waste my time at these movies <laughs> like and this yeah, year that's... it was just like movie after movie after movie like, we wanted to go see everything yeah, which is a bummer that we're ending on such a slump. This is the weirdest December roster I have ever seen. Like, we don't get a Star Wars. Like, what the heck? <laughs> yeah. yeah, I was kind of bummed when we won't get another Star Wars this this winter. I was looking forward to them wrapping up this trilogy. Because I thought originally that's how it was supposed to be, like, every December. Yeah, every other December was supposed to be a, uh, the Star Wars main story. And then in between those years, the, like, the solo movies. Which I thought the solo Star Wars movies were good, and I don't know, I don't understand like where all this like negativity is coming from, because these fans are just going nuts on these some of these actors in these movies, and they're just completely just like, pretty much booing them off the internet. Dang. Well, Rogue One I thought was fantastic. I'd put Rogue yeah. One ab- above a couple of other Star Wars movies if I had to rank them. So, here, here's yeah, a I really tough liked one. Rogue One. Here's a real tough one for you. You have in front of you Infinity War, Endgame, and Star Wars 9. One of them is going to crumble. The other one you get to watch right now. Which do you pick (laughs) to watch ahead of time? 
Well, that's not hard at all. Definitely go end game. <laughs> yeah. Eventually. Okay. Well, see, I agree, but my buddy, my buddy Aaron Dicer was like, "No, I, I pick Star Wars. It's in my blood." And I was like, "What do you mean? The tension yeah. is all in Endgame." <laughs> no, even though Star Wars is in my blood, when they released, when they did the original trilogies, I was young enough to I remember going to see those movies, and I'm pretty sure I saw the Phantom Menace like four or five times, because in our town we had the we had what was called the Quad, which was four like small theaters, but they were only two dollars to see the movie, and Star Wars was in theater for like five months or something so my dad would just drop me off like every other weekend with me and my buddy <laughs> give us five bucks and we'd watch that movie twice yeah <laughs> twice. yeah it's like an inbuilt babysitter i have that same similar vein i had uh i had the phantom menace on a vhs back when they first started putting those janky tvs in cars and <laughs> yeah. i just remember i must have watched the phantom menace I don't know, close to a hundred times. Yeah, and I probably have watched *Phantom Menace* in the top one percent of anyone who's ever watched it a consecutive amount of times. And so I just have a huge place in my heart because I love all the Star Wars now. Because I love even what people think is the worst one. Yeah. Yeah. So are you ready for uh, *Avengers* to wrap it all up with *Endgame*? Because I don't think I am. I decided I wasn't ready after <laughs> I. I felt I just I don't know if Tony Stark is going to make it and I just that he's everything I want to be in life. I don't want to lose <laughs> Tony Stark. And so I mean I in my mind this is the perfect way to kill him <clears throat> is to he dies in Endgame and then Spider-Man gets a suit about I don't know 10 15% into his next movie and oh hey Friday or Jarvis or whatever it's Tony. Tony has turned himself into an AI. And then we get him one last movie, and then that suit dies. And so we actually lose him twice, but we get him longer. I think that's the way they got to play it. Yeah. That actually would pretty be pretty cool to have his voice be in the Iron Man suit and then and like have Spider-Man have it or whatever. I think that would be awesome. I'd love that. And they could do that easy. I mean, recording voiceovers... Uh, not that we're doing that right now or anything, <laughs> is actors say it's the easiest money you can make. So come on, give me, give oh, me yeah, one sure. more movie. Do you, what do you think's going to happen? Who are you worried the most about losing? Uh, I don't know. I kind of like seeing all my favorite characters die off screen <laughs> or on screen. I don't know why. I just kind of like seeing like my favorite people get beat up. I'm <laughs> I'm right there with you on books. For it, It's different for me. Like, I think in the in the final book in a series, you should kill 75% of the people. But in a movie, <laughs> I guess what it is is that we know it's going to keep going. Like, if this yeah. was the end, it'd be okay. But they're, the the universe is going to keep going in the MCU, and they're not going to be there. And so... Yeah. Yeah. And I understand, like, I know where, like, some of these characters are going to another platform, so they might not be getting killed off and all. But I wouldn't mind if, like, uh, Winter Soldier dies, because I don't really care for him. That'd be cool if he died like a really gruesome death, like got pulled apart or something. Uh, what do you I do mean he's like, going to another platform? Uh, I think uh, the characters Falcon and uh, Winter Soldier, I think they're going to have their own series on the Disney's streaming service. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, which I love uh, Falcon. I love that character. And I don't really care to see him take over Captain America. No? Okay. But I would just like to see him as his own character. I don't know if he can like 
like uh, lead his own movie, but he could him and Black Widow, and maybe even like Thor or something. They could do a movie. I like his character, but I don't think he could actually carry a whole franchise. Nah, yeah, I think a lot of the secondary characters are probably the most at risk as well for this. I think so. And that'd be cool if Scarlet Witch died because I don't really care for her either. Nah, she's she's invincible <laughs> because they're gonna either do the all women team up or they're gonna do the. Uh, they're gonna. I think she's already been confirmed to have her own movie. Oh really? Uh-huh. Yeah. So I don't know, cause I don't know what's gonna happen. I can't really predict anything. I just know I'm not ready, cause I was talking to uh, somebody at work about it, and they're like, "So are you ready for it all to come to one end yet?" And I was like, "I don't think so. <laughs> I mean, I've only seen Infinity War maybe five, six times, but I am not ready." <laughs> yeah, same. I'm not ready. I'm nervous. He'll probably cry in it. Oh, definitely. <laughs> Everyone cry when Spider-Man dies. Well, that was well, so sad. <laughs> that's the problem, is that they are not uniting our new Avengers yet, because I get it, you want to give the uh, the current ones their last hurrah. It's kind of like I want both, I want my cake, and I want to eat it too, and I want an extra slice, because I want the last Avengers to get their last hurrah, which is what they're doing, but they've also got to find a way to unite the new ones together, because... That's that's kind of weird to me that we're just going to be left now with this new scattering. And maybe that'll be cool. Maybe they'll unite them in their next one. But that just feels weird. Yeah. yeah. And I think after 10 years, we can probably put this whole genre to rest for a couple years before they <laughs> yeah. like reboot it or re-throw out a dozen more characters at us. Do you think Thor survives? Because I think he's going to make it. I think he does. He better. I think, he's, <laughs> I think him, like... Uh, Robert Downey Jr. They're just too, too likable in their characters to uh, discard. So you but think they'll, that, they'll keep Stone Stark then? I don't think so, but I think they'll definitely keep Thor. You know what? What we could do to fix the whole James Gunn thing is Chris Pratt. He was fine for a time, but just kill him off. Gamora's already gone. Kill, let Drax die and have Thor, Rocket, and Groot be a like a like a thing. I would love yeah, that. Yeah, that'd be sweet. And then that way they can incorporate Venom into their little Guardians of the Galaxy type deal. Because yeah. I think one of the recent stories of in the comic books, Venom joins Guardians of the Galaxy or something. What? That's weird. Yeah. I'm I'm nervous about Venom because it made so much money, even though I didn't like it, that they are saying there's a good chance that after Spider-Man finishes his movie deal with Marvel, that Sony's going to either pull him back or they're going to have to renegotiate for another deal. Because they're going to want to bring... Sony's going to want to make their own Spider-Universe to make as much money off this as they can. Yeah, they're definitely going to try and do that. Because uh, Venom just made a ton of money. And then unexpectedly, a lot of people like myself, I didn't think... I thought it was going to suck. But when I saw it, it was actually pretty enjoyable. And I know you had the opposite experience. <laughs> I and... thought it was going to be amazing and it sucked. But <laughs> I will say, I like Tom Harding. I really I cracked up a lot at the Venom character being funny, and so I'm I'm still in like Grindelwald, like the Harry Potter movies. This uh, those have sucked so bad. I have no more hope. I've I've decided I have no more hope for them. <laughs> Venom, I still think they can write that ship. Yeah, yeah, I think so. And uh, I haven't I don't have the DVD, but I saw that there's like an additional hour of uh, deleted scenes and extended scenes. That would uh, that they cut off from the movie. Yeah. yeah, my coworker told me they cut Tom Hardy's th- favorite thirty minutes, and I'm like, ah, oh, how do you do that? That's stupid. <laughs> I know. I know. Unbelievable. Yeah. 
So I I guess I'm expecting a Venom 2 here. Yeah, I think it'll be better. It's got to be better. They've made so much money. Surely they'll try to make sure it's awesome. <laughs> yeah, really. Yeah. But I do think overall this year was actually the best for movies as far as I can remember. Yeah. In part because MoviePass did let us see a shit ton of movies for very cheap. And I only just canceled my membership this month. I think you still got yours. Yeah. But that place is burning down. Me and Allison got out about two or three weeks right before it hit the fan and they started changing everything. And I was so I was like thrilled. We jumped right off on time uh, and yeah. got AMC A-list. And so I love AMC A-list. I talk enough about them. I need to just find a way to get them to sponsor. But I, <laughs> I love them. So. Yeah, we don't have a good AMC theater in our town. Bummer. The, the AMC theater is like the trash theater in our town. No. So, so <laughs> we're like, we will not go there. Yeah. <laughs> it does not matter. And then with that theater, it's like the dirt theater. <laughs> What's y'all's best one? Is it a Regal? We have a Goodrich. Yeah, it's a Goodrich. Okay. Which I think is, is it Carmichael? Yeah, Carmi- No, that was Carmike used to be AMC. Yeah, that okay. was the one. That's the shit theater. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah they suck. But uh, sorry, we'll go on. I'm just saying, are we wrapping it up? Yeah, I was trying to wrap it up here. All the movies this year were <laughs> were pretty good. There was a yeah, there was a lot of like sleepers movies I didn't expect to be good, but were actually great. Like Uncle Drew was pretty good. Yeah. We enjoyed Blockers. Uncle Drew. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Instant Family. A bunch of movies that I didn't expect. Uh, much Simple Favor was good. also pretty good. Oh, we yeah, haven't seen I heard that. that was good. We wanted to see it, but never got around to yeah. it. Yeah, I really like that one. All right, well, uh, we will wrap up the podcast here. Blake, thanks for hanging out with us. Yeah, um, it's nice to meet you. Yeah, yeah nice maybe to... next time we'll get uh, your better half on. Yeah, I'll have to call her um, and wake her up, I guess. But um, no, she actually she fled the scene right before I started to drive oh, no. across Tennessee to go hang out with her family for Christmas. I'm still here for tomorrow because the Redskins Titans game is happening, and I'm going to that with my dad. But yeah, man, thanks for reaching out and having me on. It's uh, it's been really fun. Yeah, yeah no awesome. problem. And uh, everybody, check out the Movie Lovers Guild on uh, inst- Instagram. <laughs> my bad. If you want to plug your own podcast, you can. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just it's the Movie Lovers Guild. We're on Instagram and pretty much anywhere you could find podcasts. And we do a movie review each week. All right, man. Thanks again. Thanks. See ya. Peace.